Hey friends, welcome back to Randomly Moved for Purpose podcast. My name is Liz and I am your host and I'm super excited to be here with you this week and really going to be talking about something that is dear to me that I've been trying really hard to work on myself and I'm been really thinking a lot about today's episode. It was just something that was laid in my heart, so you know I was going to share it. Um, But I spent a lot of time praying about it. That's weird because we are going to be talking about prayer. Just really thinking through what the Lord wanted me to tell you all about prayer. So, um... It, 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 this one's this one's really hitting home for me because it's a practice that I am working so hard to be better at. I'm working hard to pray for my enemy. I'm working hard, um, you know, to pray against the anger that you guys have known that was sitting in my heart for a really long time. So. I'm going to talk about uh, prayer in the form of Matthew, kind of how uh, Jesus lays out in Matthew a a way, like an example of, of prayer. I'm also going to kind of tell you one of the habits that I've started, and it's fairly new, but I cannot wait to see what it's going to look like down the road. So I hope you all enjoy today's show. So today we're going to be reading out of Matthew chapter 6, starting in verse 5 and going to verse 14. And this is Jesus speaking. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room and close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts, as also we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But do not forgive men their sins. Your Father will not forgive your sins. Sorry. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. And that, I'm sorry, that goes from verses 5 to 15. So that's a lot. There's a lot to unpack here. So let's kind of just 
reread it, um, and then I'll stop on certain points. So it says, and when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. I tell you the truth. They have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close your door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. I think that that is just super beautiful. Like, we don't need to show the world, you know, like, look how awesome I am and look how much I pray. I must have all of the favor for God. And and that's not the truth. Like, I feel like this right here is a way of God saying that I want an intimate relationship with you and you alone. I don't want the whole world. I don't want, I don't need everybody to see my relationship with you. I just want to have an intimate relationship with you. And that goes back to scripture saying that you know God is after our hearts. Not what our hearts can get out of him. Like he just wants our heart. And so being able to be in prayer with him in the unseen, it's just really beautiful to me. Um, then it goes on to say, then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, don't keep on babbling like pagans, for they think that they'll be heard because of their many words. Guys, can I tell you how relieving that is? My personality type is very straight and to the point. I used to get in trouble with writing papers because my papers weren't sh were too short. And I'm like, well, that's all I have to say. And that's all the proof that I have type thing. Like, you know, like you need to add more. I don't need to add more. I made my point, you know. And so I would have to, let's say, fluff up my papers to make it the five page or whatever page the writing requirement is. And I love this part because he's like, Hey, you don't need to keep babbling. Just just talk to me and 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 come to me and ask me. Um but I also like how he says, I already know what you what you need before you even ask. And I find that relieving in the fact that I can truly let the Holy Spirit speak to me in times where I'm like, I know I need to spend some time in prayer. I don't even know what to say. But if I just open up my heart and just say, Holy Spirit, like intervene for me um, and, and just allow this conversation to go on, I know that like the Holy Spirit's asking God or praising him or doing whatever it needs to do on my behalf. And so um, that's nice because even if I forget, not that I can't come to God and be like, oh, P.S., I forgot to ask you for this, you know. Um, not that I can't do that, but like it's just nice knowing that I just need to say what I need to say. And I need to spend some time in silence to hear what I need to hear. Or I need to make sure that I ask the Lord to like, hey, keep my eyes and ears and heart open to whatever it is that you're trying to show me here, teach me here, tell me here, make me do here so that I don't miss it. You know, that's important too. 
Um, but then, of course, Jesus, being an amazing example that he is, does leave us with what we call the Lord's Prayer. And it says, like, hey, you should, like, this is what your prayer should look like. And it says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And I know that a lot of us know that scripture, right? And a lot of us know that. And it's just a good model. Guys, I was, I believe it was on the If Gathering conference that Francis Chan, incredible author, um, broke this down in like this could be your prayer. And I'm going to do my version of how he broke it down because I thought, oh my gosh, it was just so convicting and it was so beautiful. And, and, you know, if at the least, if you start reciting this thing that you already know from memory, just allow your spirit to speak. Um, I, I don't, I don't think that I'm going to do as great of a job as Francis Chan did, but I'm going to give it a go. But this would be my prayer. This is, would be another example for you all to just kind of see what I'm talking about. So we would start with our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. May your name be above every other name, God. You are just so worthy of worship and praise and i am just thankful that you've called me yours father your kingdom come your will be done lord we seek your kingdom every single day here on earth we live for the promise of your kingdom and we we seek your will. I don't want to do anything under my understanding. I want to do things under the will of God, Father. So I pray that you guide me daily, that you speak to me daily so that I can walk in your will and that I don't miss it. Give us today our daily bread. Father, you give us more. You give us more than just our daily bread. We are so blessed with this life that you've given us, that you've asked us to live a life of abundance. And, and so I just want to say thank you for that. Forgive our debts, Father. You know, for so long I've just been asking for you to forgive me from holding on to this anger and I I pray that you help me chip away a little bit every single day because I don't want to live with anger of my in my heart that's not that's not your will for me I don't want to be angry at my neighbor that's not your will for me you've called me to love my neighbor so every day, Lord, I pray for forgiveness. Forgive me for the anger that is still in my heart, but that every day that I can just chip a little bit away every single day. And allow me, allow me the humility, Father, to forgive those who have done me wrong. 
this 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 time of our life right now we are so upset at so many things that so many people maybe a group of people and we feel like they have wronged us in some way somehow and father just remind us that that is the enemy at work and we are still called to love and we are still called to forgive so lord i pray i pray that you help me forgive every every day and deliver me from the evil one lord i know we know that satan is at work in our lives every day we know that he has a plan we know that his mission is at work right now but you are bigger you are stronger you've already conquered death for us and i rest in that truth father amen do you guys see how i took the lord's prayer and just used that as my guide to just pour out my heart to God in prayer. And so I encourage you that if you're struggling with how to pray, how to change it, just start right there. And you know, it can be anywhere. It could be on your way to work, once you've dropped off the kids. It could be when you hit the floor, the minute you wake up, maybe you go into the closet or maybe you go into the half bath when people think that you're using the restroom and you hit your knees all alone with God and go through the Lord's Prayer and allow the Holy Spirit to add what you need for that day. I want to finish up on the scripture part. The last two verses, verse 14 and 15. For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men for their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. And that's eye-opening. It's why I do pray every single day, like, God, help me. Help me get rid of this, like, anger. Help me move towards forgiveness because I want to, when I, when I am confronted with God, I want him to know, like, man, I know how hard that was for you to forgive and you still, man, at least you had faith and you forgave, therefore I'm going to forgive you. And if not, then he's going to be like, hey, hey, sister. You didn't forgive. I don't need to forgive these sins. And I feel like a lot of times I guard myself, especially with my personality type. Like I had a friend say, yeah, Liz, you're always doing the right thing. Like, And I'm like, she kind of said it to me like in a condescending way. Like, I can't believe you did that. 
But I'm like, but that was the right thing to do. Whether or not I want to do it, it was the right thing to do. It's hard. Guys, it was super hard. Um, But then at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't want to be a pushover and I'm not going to be a doormat. Trust me. We'll go toe-to-toe. Trust me. But I also want to be obedient to the gospel. I want to be obedient to what Jesus calls us to do. And, you know, Jesus is the most forgiving person. And he even says, like, I feel like whenever you're refusing to forgive, you're like slightly passing judgment and you're saying, you don't deserve my forgiveness. I am passing the judgment. You don't deserve my forgiveness. And I'm like, Jesus didn't even come to judge. Okay. You know what? I'm doing my part. And if I'm called to forgive, I'm going to forgive. And they, the other person, they need to figure out what they need to figure out. And that's between them and God. You know, I just got to make sure that my heart, that my heart is where God needs it to be. Okay. Or where God calls it to be. That that's the work that I try to really focus on. As I sit here and I have my Bible open, I kind of started this a little bit more formally and I didn't realize how long I'd actually been doing it until I opened up my Bible and saw these little sticky notes that I have on here. So I'm excited to add this. Um, so it looks like April of 2020, right around the pandemic, when I was doing certain Bible studies, going through the Gospels and things like that, um, I was I had sticky notes right next to me. And as I was reading scripture, something would pop into my heart and I would write a little prayer, put the date on it. Um, and so those are kind of sitting in my Bible right now. And I was delaying getting on here because I was reading those and it just kind of um it was really encouraging to what I've started so I really want to keep going with what I started so to strengthen my prayer life I start I got a little ring little like binder ring hook thing. And I have note cards. I'm looking at it right now. The first one's just like titled prayer. But then on from there, I have more note cards behind it. Each note card has a date and who I'm praying for or what I'm praying for and things like that. Um, situations I want resolved. Um, Loved ones, I have a couple of people here are going through cancer. Um, And what I'm going to do is once those prayers are answered, then I will write the date on that. And I'm going to have a journal with all of these note cards on there. And I feel like 
that's going to be so such a tangible um way to see to see God answering prayers and it's funny because I wrote a note card about one of them and guys I have a sticky note about that same one on 4.13.20 and I see it haven't been answered and it's really it's really interesting it's really fun to kind of see that um because i didn't even notice i can't tell you when it was answered but once i read it i was like i don't i don't hold that anger and frustration in my heart anymore so it was so relieving because i know how i was feeling when i wrote that and God answered my prayer, and that's such a praise. And that's a moment where, where we sit and like, thank you. Thank you, God, for hearing me. Thank you, God, for having grace uh, over my imperfections. And thank you, God, for removing that from my life. You know, so um, that's definitely something you guys can do if you wanted to. Um, you know, sometimes we sit there and think like, oh, I know it's time for me to pray. I don't even know what to say. I like having my note cards that I can run through my prayer list, basically. And, um, you know, oftentimes you tell people like, yeah, I'll definitely lift you up in prayer. I feel like now I'm not forgetting I'm like, man, who did I say I would pray for? Now I have it down. And I don't have to forget. And I don't feel like I've let anybody down. So that's been a super tangible, fun way to keep me praying, keep me engaged. And also a great way for me to not keep my prayers centered on me. I know. I'm going to say it. It's true. We can be selfish people. Um, And I could sit there and pray for me, pray for my husband, pray for my kids, pray for my family. The end, right? Um, But I really want to be, I want to be a prayer warrior. I really do. And um, I think that I'm on a really good path to getting me there in a thing that I didn't, I didn't think it was possible, but, but I do see that it's absolutely, absolutely possible. And I believe, I absolutely believe in the power of prayer. Um, so I'm going to take advantage of it as much as I can. And I hope that you do too. I really hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. I hope that it gives you kind of guidance on how to pray if you weren't ever sure before, or maybe it could help you take your prayer to the next level, or maybe you've kind of just been stuck kind of saying the same prayer over and over. Guys, I've been there. Um, 
maybe this will kind of get you out of that funk into, um, you know, just expanding that relationship with God. I also find it very encouraging that God doesn't want anything long or perfect or fake. Honestly, he just wants you. He wants you to talk to him. He wants you to know him. He wants you to be in communion so that you can hear from him so that he can guide us to the best of his ability by, by the, I mean, to the best, I mean, he's perfect. So whatever that was, I should delete that, but I won't. Um, so I really hope that, um, you guys continue to share, uh, episodes that really mean a lot to you. So if you think that your following would really, um, enjoy this episode, please give me a share on your social media. Um, you can tag me on it at Liz E. Cooley. I would love to see that. Um, remember I'm not self, like I'm not posting any of this on my accounts. I'm not promoting myself. I really just kind of want to get it word of mouth out and you guys are amazing. So I appreciate that. Um, super loyal listeners and, um, glad that I get to spend some time with you. It's so humbling, such an honor. Um, also if, um, you wouldn't mind giving me a five-star review on, uh, any platform that you listen to, that would help, uh, also get my, my, uh, content out to more people. And, um, it's really simple what a mission is here. I want to talk to people about God and their relationship with Jesus and to let them know that Jesus is their Lord and Savior. I want to encourage people to spend time with personal growth. And I want to encourage people to um, into health and fitness for themselves, not for what the world thinks that they should look like, uh, but for themselves so that um, we can be healthy. Uh, I know of some people out of the country, but America, we're not doing so great on our nutrition and we need to, um, we need to be mindful of that. We need to rein it in a little bit if possible. So, um, please give it a share. Uh, please give us a review and move us into circulation to reach more people. I just want to talk more about Jesus and what he means to me and how he saved me for myself um, in hopes that I can reach somebody else to the same spot. So remember guys, Atlas E. Cooley, share, tag me. I'd love to see it. And don't forget that you're never randomly moved. There's always a purpose. Mm-hmm.